Mel. And Kel. And this is It's Called Culture. Ever heard of it? Welcome to episode five. We spent more time in mass than in class. <laughs> I love that title. It took a little while to come up with. <laughs> so we're back recording our fifth episode. And we're going to be talking about what we went through in school. And as Melissa said, the title, we did spend more time in church than we did in the actual learning ed- any education. <laughs> We totally were at mass all the time. Yeah, like, I feel like my memory thinks we were at mass every Friday, but I know that wasn't the case. But there was also, like, a holiday every other month. Yeah, so we had to do all the, like, holy days of obligation. And then we know Lent, like, Stations of the Cross was definitely every week. But then there was, like, so always another reason to be over there, too. Yeah, I just briefly remember going to church on like Fridays and then like shortly after mass was over, we would go home and then we would have like a random during the week going to church, like maybe like Wednesday. Well, I think like the holy days of obligation were on different days of the week, but there was like confessions and stuff too that we'd have to go over there for on whatever (laughs) frequency that was. We were so young and why did we have to go to confession so often? I went to the priest and I said like, oh, I swore I didn't do my homework. I talked back to my grandmother. (laughs) (laughs) Like it was like the dumbest shit. Like that's not gonna, like I'm not gonna be able to go to heaven because I didn't do my homework. Confession (laughs) was a whole mood. It was. Because there was different ways they could do that. They had the little confessional booths in the back of the church. That was more of a private experience, right? Yep, yep. That's how you usually see it in, like, movies. Yeah. Someone running into the church. They, like, run into the booth because, like, you know, they need to, like, confess or talk to the priest because they were, like, in, in, like, a little entanglement situation and, like, the priest somehow is... Oh, he's there already. (laughs) Just waiting in the booth like he lives in the booth. (laughs) That's not how it works. And that booth had like a little window Mm -hmm. that you'd slide open. And then you would kneel down. But But a window that you supposedly couldn't see who was there. Like it was supposed to make it so you were anonymous. Yeah, it was like shaded almost. Like I had like a little screen or like a vent. I always envisioned like um stained glass window but that's not what it was i feel like it was like a screen like a window screen but like different because we could see him well we obviously knew what priest it was you see the little shadow outline of him or whatever but then he was he's not supposed to see us i'm sure he knew or he could see us we're all in the uniform (laughs) we all look the same (laughs) right and then same like again we didn't have really bad confessions well some of us did did it and and so there was like two areas where people would go into the booth. He had a window on both sides of him. Yes, he did. Right? Yeah. 
So like if you, if we were both going in at the same time, we'd both be there. Your window would be closed. He'd be talking to me in my window. And then he would just like, when you were done with you, he, he would just shift his weight over to that window because he was, they were always like really close yeah, to the window. Yeah. Yeah, like, yeah. It was like very like secretive, like dark and murky, like, you know, close your little in. curtain. Yeah. <laughs> So that one is kind of like the movie version that was mm-hmm. at the back of the church. But then they had what I'm going to say is like even more traumatic. Oh, yeah. The, the worst one. On the altar. Out in the open. Yeah. In the public. Face to face. Yeah. It's like, oh, okay. So now I'm telling. So, but what? There's a difference. What's the difference? You had one that you're covered and he can't see you. Like, what is the point if you're going to do another version of confession where he can see you? I don't know. Save your bad sins for the anonymous when one. you're covered. <laughs> like you had to face to face be like, here's all the things that I did wrong. I didn't honor the Sabbath. <laughs> Mine's just always because I swore. Always. Like I swore at my mom. <laughs> I'm sure they started. Well, actually, I don't know enough about the sacrament of confession and when that starts. Is that like after First Communion? Because I just can't remember how old we were when we had to start doing confession. Or was it like, did we do confession in order to get First Communion? Maybe. That sounds more. That sounds right. Yeah. So your baptism, like we weren't even going to talk baptism, but so your baptism covers you, wipes away your sin. But then when you're seven, you're like (laughs) full of sin. Because we did do it young. So I know it definitely was around communion time. No, that sounds right. It wasn't like for confirmation or anything. Because we're already going confession so many times, so much before, before confirmation. Right. So it was definitely communion time. I just don't remember now if it was like before or after. Right. I think you're right. I feel like it was before and then we had communion. So baptism is good for a good seven years. (laughs) Sin sin free. Yeah, because isn't that like we had to confess our sins in order to take the first communion? Probably. You know, eat that wafer. At seven. <laughs> yeah. Like, what sins could you have? Right. I said shit, and my mom got mad at me. Okay, seven Hail Marys. At least it wasn't an hour, Father. <laughs> yeah. That was the big time. Heavy hitter. You did some bad shit if you had to say an hour, Father. Now, like, if you had a more serious sin, like, say, for whatever, older and, I don't know, would you actually tell the priest? Like, if you were cheating on your wife or husband, would you actually go tell your priest? I'm, Definitely not in the face-to-face. Listen, I'm dying that you said that because <laughs> somebody in our class confessed to adultery. We were... <laughs> what? We, I don't know what year this was, but it, we were less than 12. Okay. <laughs> And I don't remember who it was, but I remember somebody confessing to adultery because they knew like the Ten Commandments and those were the <laughs> things that you could break. And they were confessing to adultery. And the priest was like, I don't think you know what that means. <laughs> so you're telling me this kid had nothing to confess. 
So he was like, let me go through the Ten Commandments and see which one I can say I did. I'm glad he didn't say that he killed somebody. (laughs) (laughs) But, I mean, he can't go to jail for it. He's not allowed to tell. (laughs) That's true. So instead, he cheated on his significant other that he didn't have. Maybe, like, adultery is more broad. Maybe it was, like looking at a playboy magazine under his (laughs) under his bed i don't know but like did they even like confess that like i wouldn't confess that to the priest no no definitely not face to face no (laughs) (laughs) i looked up i was looking at my brother's playboy magazine like i can't see a kid confessing that to him no so he said i committed adultery (laughs) (laughs) especially our priest he was like scary you're confessing your sins to the same person who you had to get in trouble with. So, like, if you had a behavior problem at school... You got sent like, to him. You got sent to the, to the priest. But now you have to just go and tell him all the things you did wrong. Yeah. So when What you a get- power trip. Right? Like, that power dynamic was not okay. <laughs> I feel like if when we got in trouble in school, we should have never got sent to him. Like, keep it separate. Right. Like, together, but separate. Keep, like, him. He shouldn't be disciplining the kids. Right. You're going to go to confession, and you're not going to say the things that you did wrong. So then you need to go to confession again because you lied to the priest. And aren't you supposed to... So if you miss Mass, you don't take communion that day because obviously you miss Mass. Because you miss Mass... You can't take communion until you go to confession. Oh, that sounds right. Right? Wasn't there something weird that like right. that? Mm-hmm. So someone that's busy raising kids that couldn't maybe go to church on a Sunday <laughs> and is planning to go the Sunday after has to con- go to confession at some point. Yeah, ain't happening. <laughs> During COVID, could have go to confession backlogged sins (laughs) huge backlog you think there was zoom confessions oh my god oh we're laughing but i guarantee they did that yeah like i'm sure they do a televised mass there is zoom confession like what's the time frame between confessions that you're allowed because you'd have to start with Bless me, Father, Father for I have sinned. sinned. My last confession was yes. blank. A week ago. <laughs> no. Like 20 years ago. Like, what's the right duration? Damn, I'm going to be sitting there for a long time telling him all my sins. <laughs> <laughs> Father, how much time do you have? <laughs> do you want maybe just the catalog of the more recent years? <laughs> Or should I start in 2002? <laughs> Just give me the highlights. <laughs> that, was, that was an experience. And we would compare our punishment, like our, our prayers that we yep. had to say. Yeah. We'd say like how many Hail Marys or if you got Our Fathers. So we assumed if you got an Our Father, you really sinned a lot. And if you got a Hail Mary, it wasn't as bad. Why did we think that? 
I don't know. The Our Father is a longer prayer than the Hail Mary. words. And it's like the main prayer. Yeah. So maybe like we just thought like, oh, that's the more serious one. Do you think he had like a little Rolodex of like, okay, this sin equals one, <laughs> one Our Father and three Hail Marys? Like, because I feel like he was just going off the cuff here. Yeah, I think so. And like if he could if he could see who was in and he saw what kid it was, and let's face it, we had a couple of problem child kids. Automatic our fathers. Yeah. Did you ever get a glory bee? What does that mean if you got that? I don't know. I don't feel like there was a ram or reason to it. No. It was inconsistent. What if you didn't say them? Like, True. is the, the confession only complete, like, after you say your prayers? I'm not going to lie. I know I didn't do my full, uh... <laughs> if he told me to do, like, five Hail Marys, I probably just did one and I just sat back down. It was as soon as you got back to the church pew, you're sitting next to your friends. Yeah. So you're, you're just turned looking at them and you're just talking to your friends about how many they had to do. Yeah. You weren't actually doing, doing the that. prayers. Because you're seven years old. How much can you sin? Right. Like, you have a kid. How much is, has your kid sinned so far? Oh, a shit. <laughs> <laughs> the girl's a sinner. She needs to start confession. Like, I feel like confession should be more when you're maybe more of an adult and you actually start really sinning. Right. But then, like, how are you going to brainwash them into thinking <laughs> that they need confession True. yeah because you gotta stop that brainwashing young like there would just be masses that each class would do yeah yeah each month like a class would i feel i think it was like each month a class would have a mass where we did like the readings and we would do everything else that i don't remember what you do in church like any any part of that mass was done by people in your class right, so like yeah. it was the fifth grade mass and if you were in fifth grade like you were bringing up the gifts yeah and fifth grade was like leading the choir songs for yeah. that mass and all the readings like you said i was always so nervous to do a reading i fell off the you did? <laughs> the altar <laughs> i was in first grade and we were too short at the le- lectern yeah and so they had a little step stool. So there's already a step there yeah. normally. Yep. And then they put a step stool, like a giant step stool on top of that. So you had to take one step <laughs> and then a step stool and you did your reading. And I'm like terrible at public speaking, super nervous in front of people. I was also like six, right? She, I feel like she isn't that now. Uh, I still no. am. But... I did my reading and I was so focused on like getting the words right and all these people staring at yep. me that when I finished, I just turned and walked off and I forgot <laughs> that I was on the step stool and I just face planted <laughs> right on the altar. That's amazing. <laughs> Honestly, maybe that's where my fear of public speaking started. Yeah, the readings were like a little nerve wracking because especially too, like when you were younger and there was like these like crazy words that they would use in the Bible that you didn't know you would like fuck up and i don't know it just it was nerve-wracking a reading from the letter of paul to the ephesians yeah exactly we always had to rehearse 
we always had to rehearse for the mass. So the amount of time you were actually out of class because of a mass was like three times as long as the actual mass was. That's right. Because you had to like rehearse all the songs, the choir songs. So that took like hours every afternoon leading up to the mass. Mm -hmm. I remember that now. Do you remember, you know, the song I'm going to (laughs) say? There's some kind of song that's like, I'll lift you up on eagle's wings. And we would sing it as? English muffins. Yep. (laughs) We got the whole class. We coordinated this. Yeah. And it wasn't during rehearsal. So we rehearsed it correctly. We rehearsed it as Eagle's Wings. Eagle's Wings. I was just going to say it. (laughs) We rehearsed it as Eagle's Wings. And then we all just like went around whispering to each other and we're like, but in church, we're going to sing English muffins. And then we did. And the teachers were so pissed. I remember that. Was I think that was it. Wasn't that in sixth grade? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. He was pissed. <laughs> I don't find this very amusing. It was, though. English Muffins. And even now when I hear that song still, I just still think of English Muffins. Every time. Yeah. Like our humor was so juvenile. <laughs> <laughs> That's what made it fun. We had to do that to, like, enjoy ourselves. (laughs) Right. So it was, like, all that time rehearsing the songs, and then we would actually practice, like, the readings during class. And, like, do you think our parents would have been okay knowing this is, like, what we did instead of, like, learning? Like, here, your parents are paying you to go to this school, and you're not learning how to do math but you're learning how to sing English muffins. You know, I think, because our parents are so religious that I think that they were fine with it, but I don't think they realized that it was coming at the expense of all of the other subjects. (laughs) (laughs) Right. I know. Like, I think they thought that we were getting a superior education in the Catholic school, and it was really subpar. Yeah, like, it wasn't... It wasn't awful. Could have been, could be better. It was just like, I mean, contact time. So like, we just didn't have enough hours learning actual subjects because of all the time we were learning religion and doing church stuff Mm -hmm. and mass and prepping for mass. And it was like most of our days. I remember this was in seventh grade. This is like obviously off subject that we're going to talk about, but today, well, sort of. But I remember in seventh grade that we had to learn, that teacher made us learn every piece of like what was in the church. Do you remember that? Like, like the parts of a mass? Yeah, the parts of yeah, that, yeah, 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 like what the altar was, what this was, what that. And like, I remember going, do you remember like going into church and he would have us sit there and pretty much like he would quiz us like in church. I like. I remember, like you know, he'd be like, "Oh, what is this?" And you'd be like, "Altar." What is this? And you would write down like bathtub for the baptism. <laughs> <laughs> like I remember, we did that a couple of times. I vaguely remember that. I remember learning the parts of the mass with him for sure, like the 
recessional, the processional, yeah. blah, blah, blah. Yep. But it's like, why did we need, like, why did we need to learn that? I don't know. I can probably only tell you what the altar is. Yeah, we know a few things, but some of it didn't stick. No. But I don't think our parents realized how much of that there was taking out of time from regular education. There was so much of it. And we weren't even in, like, we didn't do choir. No, I didn't. I don't think. Did you ever do it? I think I did. Like, did that count as, like, credits towards, like, confirmation? Because then we have to get, like, credits or do stuff for, like, confirmation. Oh, I didn't do shit. Like, I remember saying after school and daycare and helping out. I know you weren't doing that shit out of the goodness of your heart. No, so <laughs> absolutely not. So that's what I'm saying. It had to be. Yeah, I don't really remember being in it other than when our class had to do a mass. Because then we had to be part of the choir. Maybe that's what I'm thinking. <laughs> so do we want to like talk about religious holidays? So our listeners can kind of get an idea of how much time we spent in church. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, the Holy Days of Obligation. There was All Saints Day right after Halloween. And we went to church that day. I did remember kind of looking forward to going to church because you didn't have to do anything. Yeah. So if it was like during the period when it was normally math class, yeah. you knew that like you didn't have to do your math homework. Right. Which I enjoyed because I hated our math class. <laughs> <laughs> but like you'd be like, yes, we're missing like math. Was, yeah. Yeah. So like I, there was a part of us, I think, that enjoyed those times that we had mass. Yeah, we definitely enjoyed going to mass a couple of times. Just because it was getting you out of something was, else. Yeah, you were getting out. You get to like cross the street. So we got to like see some sun. <laughs> 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 you know, we weren't being watched by our teacher. Like, you know, I don't know. Where did our teachers sit? They like sat and then like all the kids. And then if you were like behind your teacher, you could kind of get away a little bit with like kind of chatting with your friends. So when we were older, we had to bring little kids to mass. Just going to bring that up. So like the kindergarten kids, too rowdy to sit 30 kindergarten kids all in a row without supervision yep. in mass. So like the eighth graders would pair up with kindergartners and we'd each take one on each arm yep. and we'd walk them over to church. And then they would be sitting. So we'd be sitting every other. We'd have a kindergartner in between the eighth graders. And they have eighth graders watching third graders. Like, we were any better. <laughs> <laughs> like, let's think about it. Right. <laughs> Just, like, not as loud. We knew, obviously, like, hey, we, if we're going to talk, we need to be whisper. But we were still talking, just like the third graders. So that's how they kept it under wraps. Was they just like interspersed the other classes yeah. in between us? I and mean, that was pretty brilliant of them. Yeah, that was. But I do remember, so like you sat in the rows of the church pews with your by class. And I remember like after a certain mass, they'd be like, the seventh grade class was terrible during that mass. And like, like an entire class would just be in trouble or shamed. There's yeah. a lot of talking coming from the seventh grade area. We would always talk there at church. Right. So that was like November, early, obviously, November, All Saints Day. And then we jumped into Advent season. Before that, there's the, or actually, I don't even know when Advent 
starts officially. But the Immaculate Conception of Mary was a holy day of obligation, which I've apparently been using wrong this whole time because I always just thought that meant like Jesus was... We thought that's when she got pregnant. Right. But it's not. By the Holy Spirit. (laughs) (laughs) But it wasn't. (laughs) So we're all using it. We all thought it wrong. Right. Apparently that's like the virgin birth is what that's called. But do you think we were taught it right, but we just are not remembering it? No, because why do we all think that was the day that she got pregnant? I don't know. But apparently it's when she was born without sin. The rest of us sinners. Yep. Born with sin for no apparent reason. That's why we have to go to confession all the time. <laughs> well, no, those are our own sins that we're <laughs> confessing. But born with like no Adam and Eve original sin that you need baptism to remove. But Mary. Yeah, like that isn't our fault. Right. But they said, boop, specto patronum. <laughs> Mary is, is free of sin. She was the winner. And then I think Advent kicked off right around there. Yeah. Not only did we go to church for Advent, <laughs> but in school, <laughs> we were doing a televised program for each class to watch. And <laughs> was staring at me. And we would have to sing, and we would light the candle. It was a whole production. Yep. So it was televised. Was it always televised? Because I know it definitely came over the intercom system. It was, at one point, it was televised. I don't know if every year was. So maybe earlier on, it was just over the the intercom. intercom. And then in the later years, when they got a little more tech-savvy, then they were doing the televised yeah. production. Because you do remember it being televised. Yeah, I remember it. I remember standing there being part of the production. <laughs> and it was every morning. Like it was part of, you know, morning announcements, Pledge of Allegiance, and then the televised Advent programming. Yep. yep. Where you'd light the candle. So there's like four candles for all the different weeks of Advent, Week. maybe. Yeah. It's like three purple and a pink. Yeah. But, like, I don't think the pink is the last one. Like, I feel like it's, like, purple, purple, pink, purple. I don't know how it goes. We didn't do too much prep. <laughs> <laughs> we did this every every day, every year. It did not sink in. No, I, isn't that crazy? Yeah. For, like, the amount of religion that we got, like, thrown at us. I It's hard. I couldn't tell you. Like, I don't, I don't know if the pink candle was the first or the last. I think it was the last one. I feel like they just like switched it up and it was purple, purple, pink, purple. Like, do you think they just ran out of a purple candle? (laughs) (laughs) There is a reason behind them. We know this. I don't don't know what it is. Yeah, I don't either. I'm just saying what there is, we think. I'm sure there's a reason other than the sale and (laughs) Ocean State job lot. Or like they got to the store and there was only three purple candles left. So, and then there was the one pink one hanging, chilling in the box. So they're just like, oh, let's just grab these. Good enough. Close enough. Pink, purple. 
<laughs> we'll burn them together. They won't know. <laughs> you know, if we put the pink one third, <laughs> people will think there was a reason. And then they're going to podcast it <laughs> about it. So they would light the candle for whatever week you were on in Advent. And there was a song. There was a song. I don't know if we're allowed to sing it. We don't know if we're going to get sued, but then we also don't know who to get sued by. Yeah, I doubt the Advent song people are out there just looking <laughs> for royalties. But <laughs> Do we just at least say the name of the song so if people want to Google it, they can hear it on YouTube, I'm sure? Or do you... Is it not just called the Advent song? Or the Advent... Oh, light the Advent candle one? But the best part about it was the crackling. Like it would come over the intercom and it was like. That's what it sounded like on the intercom at in school when it was during Advent. It'd be like the. It was just like 1990s PA system. Like it was just it was popping and it was crackling. And it was sounded like it was coming off of a record player. Yeah, it wasn't. I'm sure it was a cassette tape or something. (laughs) But. It sounded like a record player was starting and it would go around and it would just start singing this song and you would just stand there and just hold this little paper with the lyrics. But we knew the lyrics. You didn't need the paper. (laughs) And you were on, there was a tripod with a camcorder that was broadcasting this to every classroom's TV. We were ahead of our time. And you just kind of swayed along and sang the, the tune. We, like, secretly like the song. It's a bop. <laughs> it's an absolute bop. I really think you should YouTube it. It's, maybe, maybe we'll post a link to it. <laughs> we want to sing it, but we just don't know if we'll get sued. And we don't know by who. Is that all of Advent? Like, eventually it becomes Christmas. So, like, oh, wait, like, the candles were, like, wrapped around in a wreath. The candles at the church, though, they were, like, really big and tall. Like, did they actually just leave that lit, like, the whole time? Like, what if what if the candle ran out before Christmas? Were they, like, replacing candles? Did, oh, they, yeah. buy, did they buy the whole stock sure at Job Lot? Wholesale, at wholesale pricing for candles. Half, half price. Buy it in bulk. Yeah, they must be in... Just, like, open a pantry closet in the back of the church. It's <laughs> just all candles. <laughs> there must be. Do you think there's, like, one specific person in the church grounds that was just in charge of candles? And check and see if, like, one was, like, really low. Like, oh, I'm going to have to change that one in about a week. He probably was in charge of all procurement. <laughs> like, he had to... He had to procure the Jesus wafers. <laughs> like, is that a stop and shop purchase? You can't buy them on Amazon. You can. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> because I had a conversation with someone. This was like years ago. And we were talking about that. And I was like, let me see where you can buy these wafers. And I remember looking them up, looking it up. And you can actually buy them on Amazon. <laughs> I'm sure the church has moved to Amazon purchases. <laughs> right. <laughs> Quick shipping. Quick shipping. Next day, give it a little bing, bang, boom. Blessing. <laughs> blessing and that is it. You got got it ready for Sunday Mass. You're good to go. Yeah. And the amount of, wow, man, 
they're probably definitely using it now because the amount of time that we went to church, these kids probably going, obviously going same amount of time too. Think they're about the through. volume of communion wafers they're going they through. go through. Yeah. I mean, church attendance probably down these days, but still. Absolutely. I remember freaking out when we had to do communion and, you know, they would tell us that this wafer was the body of Christ. Like, I thought I was actually eating Jesus. And I don't I was know like, what I thought. I don't want to eat him. <laughs> One of the teachers had to, like, explain to me. I don't, couldn't tell you what he said, what the explanation was, but I just remember, like, freaking out, thinking, like, I was like, I don't want to eat. Like, why would I want to eat Jesus? I don't know how they would have explained that to you, because they can't be like, oh, it's just a symbol. Yeah. Because they were supposed to believe that it really is. Yeah, exactly. So how do they, like, explain Am to I now? a cannibal? <laughs> <laughs> right. Do you think the wine was Carlo Rossi? <laughs> Absolutely. Like, just a big jug of Carlo Rossi in the back, and they just pour... Can we get advertisement for Colorado, please? <laughs> <laughs> Our fathers would appreciate it. Oh my god! Yeah. Oh yeah, one hundred percent. It was Colorado wine that they were using. I never did the wine no. when we were in school, and I don't know why. Because I feel like we should have been like jumping at the chance to get wine as an eighth grader. They didn't like. It wasn't something that was offered to us. Like they didn't do that with us. Are you sure? I feel like it was, like, available on some occasions. Yeah, but they can't give wine to little kids. In the 90s? (laughs) (laughs) True, true. I think that the wine was up for grabs. But I I never made a stop. No, me neither. Like, I'd walk right past it. But I think it was there. Man, I should have. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I still don't think I've ever done the one. Maybe I've done it once or something. Like he would take a swig. <laughs> and then the people that were chilling on the side of the altar, like for the readings, the people that did the readings, they would sit up there. Yeah. And then there was always it. a person. So you'd have the priest giving communion or whoever was giving communion. Yeah. And then there was always a person like right to the side of them holding the chalice with the little napkin. And I think it was available to us in middle school. I guess. Yeah. I don't like I do remember that. Like I remember having the I remember the chalice, but we never had it. I think we were just scared. Because it's the blood of Jesus. (laughs) (laughs) So it's like, here I am. You know, I'm already eating him. (laughs) I didn't know it was Carlo Rossi in there. No. I wish I had. <laughs> so then you get into like Christmas, which we weren't really in school for Christmas time. No. So I don't even think, did we even get to like the last candle on the Advent wreath before like Christmas break? Probably not. They probably said, do that one at home, folks, for homework. Sun, isn't it for the four Sundays? Yeah, but like, I don't know the fourth verse of that song. <laughs> I don't think we ever got there. <laughs> yeah, I don't remember doing like a fourth candle that fourth verse is unknown (laughs) i wonder if that like if i wonder if we were supposed to like do something like that like out you know like do it at home oh it was definitely homework yeah for sure like something like that and i just like had a white candle at home and then so you'd have to do like 
your Christmas mass stuff separately with your family? Did you go to midnight mass? No. Did you? Oh, yeah. Oh, we did not. <laughs> we would go to midnight mass. Speaking of candles, midnight mass. I've gone to midnight mass a couple of times, but I wasn't. And they every would, year. They would give every single person attending mass a candle. And it had this little paper, this little right. paper thing that would go around it to catch the wax. Oh, hi. That was like melting down the side of the candle. And they'd light it. And you'd hold it. The whole mass. Oh, that's... It so was <laughs> such a fire hazard. Okay. You just have children holding candles. The place is packed. Like, you're shoulder to shoulder in there. You're lighting the person's hair and fire in front of you. <laughs> you're kneeling. You're standing. You're sitting. You're... I don't even know how they dealt with communion. And I'm sure there's a lot of hairspray. Very flammable place. Yep. They and got those candles in bulk. They needed to get <laughs> rid of them. <laughs> I remember it being a fire hazard. Like, yeah. I'm, I'm five. Why am I holding this lit <laughs> candle? I'm, like, letting the wax drip all over everything. So it's funny. A few years ago, I went to Salem for Halloween, and I did, like, a t- ghost tour, and they did the same thing where you hold a candle. So I'm just thinking about that. Because, like, you're five holding a candle at midnight mass. I was an adult holding a candle on this ghost tour, and then I end up burning myself and my shirt. <laughs> so, yeah. I can't even imagine for a five year old to hold a candle. That's a liability. Like, do you think they informed their insurance provider? We're going to have about 350 <laughs> people in here women, children, and infants all holding lit candles. For an entire church service. Are the men not at church? At midnight mass? <laughs> oh, they're there. They're there. They're holding the collection basket and walking around. But, I mean, their premium was going to go up. Well, they're always lighting candles up in that place, so I'm sure their insurance was sky high. That's yeah. probably why my mom got yelled at for not going to church. They, they had insurance that. bills to pay. <laughs> They need those envelopes. <laughs> if they don't get those envelopes, they can't give you a candle to burn at midnight mass. I did go to midnight mass in Portugal when I was there for Christmas. So I was in eighth grade. I remember I was like, my parents took off like a month. It was three weeks. Again, didn't care about the education. Nope. <laughs> Taking you right out of school. And I remember going to midnight mass there. But no candles? I remember kissing Jesus. Oh, did you have to pay a dollar? We had to, we had to like all line up, kind of like if we were, you know, getting the Eucharist. But we were doing, we were just like kiss Jesus, all of us. Probably 300 people kissing the same Jesus on the lips. <laughs> but it's fine because they just, they wipe it with a, <laughs> they wipe it with a cloth in between. <laughs> Definitely antimicrobial cloth. You think so? <laughs> no. No. It was a handkerchief. So all of us, 300 people, kissing the same. <laughs> and you had to pay for yeah. the privilege of that yep. germ. So this is why I'm <laughs> such a germaphobe now. <laughs> that wasn't limited just to Portugal. It's cool that you did it while you were out there. Yeah, I was but just, they did that in all the churches yeah, here. Yeah, I just so happened to be for one of the holidays. For one of I the wonder Christmas. if that is a Portuguese thing, though. Like, do non-Portuguese Catholic churches do that? Kissing the baby Jesus? 
That's a good question. Let us know. All right, we're running out of time, but we are not running out of holy days of obligation. (laughs) So we're going to have to do the rest of these in the next episode. So So we will catch you then. Yeah, part two. So it's about that time. Thanks for listening. If you're enjoying our podcast, please just give us a review on whatever platform you're using to listen to us. You can also visit our website. It's folkandfad.com. We have transcripts available there of every episode. And you can also send us an email, mail at folkandfad.com. Or you can hit us up on Twitter. Same handle there, folkandfad. And for Instagram, you can follow us at underscore it's called culture.